Hey, on today's episode of the Korea Packs podcast, I want to change it up a little bit. I want to do a quick little Reddit episode where I saw some interesting questions and I wanted to answer them. You guys read the title, so this will be an interesting one and it'll be fun. So hope you guys enjoy. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Career Packed Podcast. My name is Neil Patel. I'm the host of this podcast. Today, I want to talk about a bunch of different things. I want to switch it up a little bit. I wanted to just go on Reddit, read through some threads and some questions that I found on the Ask Reddit thread. I came up with three, and I thought I'd answer them on the podcast because these questions are things that I don't typically think about, and if there's anything good that I come by... I can answer it. So I found some good questions. So I want to dive into them. The first one that I found was about dumb purchases, dumb purchases. Yes. What's the dumbest thing people spend money on? And I came up with a couple of answers because I think there's a lot, but I'll talk about a few that really grind my gears. If you want to call it the first one is weddings, especially, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a, brown Indian man, Patel, 100% Gujarati. And our people spend a lot of money on weddings. Sometimes, you know, 100 grand, 150, quarter million, a lot, a lot of money. And not just me, not just my culture. Our culture does go hard. I'm not going to lie, but there are other cultures, other people, just people in general. Spending a lot of money on a wedding for me, it's just, it just doesn't do anything for me. And my partner and I, we are on the same page on this, which I'm, again, very happy about. <laughs> but spending that time of, that type of money on a wedding, like think about it. Think about how much stuff you can buy with 50 grand, 100 grand, 150 grand. That's a whole new house. That's a down payment on a luxury car or a house or rental properties, the stock market, whatever you want to do. That's a lot of freaking money. And my sister, she spent a good fair amount of money on her wedding as well. And I was I was like, wow, I can't believe you spent this much amount of money. But my Indian parents, they can be a little bit crazy, a little bit out there when it comes to these types of things, because of course, it's a once in a lifetime type of experience for them. But I've made it very clear for them that look, my partner and I, we do not want to spend a lot of money on our wedding. I don't think they receive that well, as much as I wanted them to. But whatever. The thing that I want to do with my wedding is kind of make it like um, like a wedding, but also kind of like a vacation. And I want to I don't know if this sounds kind of like egoistic or bad, but I want to make people pay for or um, have people pay to come to my wedding. Now, I don't know if that sounds bad, but let me explain. If I do a destination wedding, which is what I want to do, because I still want it to be fun. I still want to have a good time, get good scenery, good photography, great landscaping. Wherever I decide to have a wedding, it'll be cheaper than if I decide to do it here the traditional way that my parents want to do it, having, you know, three, 500 people, 300 to 500 people show up and spending this crap ton of money. Why not just make people pay for their ticket to come see my wedding? If it's an all inclusive thing, you can stay there for seven days. It could be you and a plus one. Not only do you get to be there for my wedding, but it's also kind of like a staycation vacation for you and your significant other or however many people you decide to bring. That's my plan. Not only do I get to have a good time, not only is it a fun week-long vacation, but I also get to figure out who are the people that are willing to spend money to come to my wedding. If you know people feel some type of way about that, I am sorry, but that's just what I feel is a smart way to spend money on a wedding if you are going to. 
there'd be people who, um, you know, it, it'd be, let's say if it costs like 99 bucks a plate for them at like a reception or something, and they would give 20 to $25 or $50 in return as like their congratulations to the couple. And I get it. They're not entitled to it, but it's kind of just like a sign of respect. At least that's how it is in our Indian culture. Like if someone some like typically most people give like, you know, $51 at minimum, $100, a couple hundred, like just something to where it's like, hey, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for inviting us to this incredible four day event. Thank you. And that's just like a way of appreciation. So that's the first thing that I get really annoyed with is when people spend a crap ton of money on weddings, when that money could be put towards so many other things. Me personally, I want to save on a wedding so I could buy a nice house. That's my priority right now. I, I even want to buy a car right now. I have a couple of buddies that just bought some nasty cars. And when I say nasty, I mean like, like great cars. And I'm just like, man, I really want a car right now. And I may do it. I don't know because I, I have options. I can, but man, I want the fucking house. I want a house. I want a house in like a year, year and a half, two years. And I, I need the house, y'all. I need the house. Then another thing that is dumb that people spend money on is money at the club or at bars. I just don't understand it. I just don't. And, you know, if you go like once a month, once every couple months to go there, have a good time, um, maybe spend a couple hundred bucks with your buddies and friends. That's cool. But I'm talking about the people who go every weekend, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's like, bro, what what are we really doing here? How do people afford that? Like this past weekend, I went out with a couple of my buddies. It was uh, my friend's birthday. And I spent like 150 bucks that night. I was like, gee, like I woke up the next morning. I was like, geez, Louise, man. And when I get when I get. I don't know if I should say this on a podcast, but when I start having a good time, I tend to become very, very generous. And um, I went to go take a piss in the bathroom and there was this like really nice gentleman you know how like the people who give you um the soap and the towel after you're done rinsing your hands this dude was like the nicest guy ever and he seemed so down and upset and i was like hey man has anyone like tipped you at all today like how long you've been working and no one had really helped him out so i'd like tip the dude 50 bucks and i felt great in the moment and it it, it was amazing but in the morning i was like geez dude you could have given him like 10 or 20 but hey man that goodwill will come back come back in a good way so jose i don't know if you'll ever listen to this podcast but my man jose keep at it keep grinding love you dude but yeah i woke up and i had spent dang near almost 200 bucks i was like geez geez that was just one night drinks i bought three drinks i bought a drink for me um i had what was i I was there were like four friends so it was like um everyone would do a round so the first round of drinks i got three drinks Three drinks were like $56. I was like, bro. And then I had to pay for like dinner and then I paid Jose. So yeah, dude, things just added up. So for a lot of people, stop spending money on clubs and bars. And if you want to continue doing it, whatever, I don't care. But I just don't understand why spend that much money. If you're going every weekend, that could be like six to 800 bucks that you spend, especially if you live in major cities like Chicago, LA, New York, Austin. Florida like it's insane it's insane now yes I could have cho- I could have chose to go to like a less expensive club or bar whatever you want to call it but look I didn't know I ended up spending a crap ton of money 10 to 15 to 20 dollars a drink like bro come on 
Stop spending money on bars. And the last thing is spending money buying lottery tickets. My dad does this all the time. Like he would come home with a lottery ticket. I'm like, dude, what, what are you doing? You know what your odds are to even win a lottery ticket? Like they're not high, not high at all. What are like 0.0000001% chance? Why are you spending money on lotto tickets? My dad's probably spent like thousands of dollars over the course of his lifetime buying lottery tickets. And I get it. If you have money to blow, you can do it. But why? Why? Why spend that dollar? Why spend those couple dollars on lotto tickets? And I could say other stuff about like, you know, fast food and Starbucks and this, that and the other. But, you know, I'm guilty of that sometimes, too. So I'm not going to really shit on that. It's cool to spend money on fast food as long as you're within your means. Like, don't spend four or five hundred bucks a month, a hundred bucks, whatever. Same thing with Starbucks. I'm not a big Starbucks drinker, but I'll get Starbucks maybe once a month, once every couple months. I used to get it a lot more often back in 2021, 22. I would get Starbucks so often. I don't know why. I feel like nowadays the only time I do go to Starbucks is when I'm really parched on a drive. I love their water. That's so random to say, but I love their water. So I just get a water with ice, which is free. So those are the only trips as of late that I'd be making to Starbucks. Weddings, spending money at clubs and bars and money on lottery tickets. I think those are the three dumbest things that people spend money on. There's more, but those are the three immediate things that came into my head. The next question, what is the stupidest thing you've ever done to try and be cool? Okay, this this is a very funny story. I don't think this is um, one where I'm trying to act cool to um, a group of people, but more so just try to act cool and be cool for myself. This was when I was like seven years old. I think I was in second grade. I loved balloons at that time for some reason. So my parents, I get, um, there was a balloon in our house. There was like floating around. So I was like playing with it. I was hitting it with my hand, you know, kicking it with my feet. And one uh, Sunday afternoon, my dad, he was upstairs. He was chilling in his room watching his he was on his phone watching tv doing whatever he was doing i was outside in the living room laying down and i got this like magnificent idea while my mom was inside in the kitchen here cooking i got this great idea i was like dude let me just start like kicking this balloon around i think that that's cool let me just start kicking it around and in my my silly self i thought to myself i was like dude this would be the coolest thing ever if, if i just like kicked the ball with two feet. I don't know what cartoonistic character I was into at that time, maybe like Arthur or Curious George or Clifford. I don't, I don't know what I was thinking, but I, I decided to kick the ball with both my feet. Like I jumped, lifted both of my feet and kicked the balloon. And I thought that was a good idea. And I thought that would be cool and impressive to myself. Little did I know that's not how gravity worked. And <laughs> that's not how the forces of the earth and the world and the universe work. So I kicked the ball. It, it, it went great. The balloon went up in the air. But the next thing that I know is I'm on the ground and I can't feel my right wrist. All my all my weight. And I was a fat kid, by the way. I wasn't I was I was fat. I can't tell you how like heavy I was or what how many pounds I was, but I was probably not light. All my weight went on my right wrist and it broke like it shattered. And then I started crying at the top of my lungs. Mom and dad come running downstairs. They're like, dude, what happened? Why did you do that? And I was like, I don't know. I thought I could do that. And then they take me to ER. Long story short, I get a cool green. Well, it's a glow in the dark 
uh, cast that I got around my wrist and it, it, um, it lit up green. So I thought that was pretty cool. I would go to school every day telling everyone like, look guys, yeah, I fell. I got this cast trying to act cool. And everyone be like, Whoa, that's so cool. Cause dude, there's no, there's not that many seven-year-olds walking around at the school with broken wrists. So everyone would come up and ask me like, Hey, what happened here? And I'd be like, yeah, you know, uh, broke my wrist. You know, I kicked a balloon. I fell the wrong way. I, I wouldn't tell them that I kicked the balloon with two feet. That would have changed the entire complexity of everything. I didn't tell them that part, but I, I would tell them, yeah, man, you know, I fell down. And then I was like, you want to sign it though? Like, I think it would be pretty cool. And I had like my entire cast covered in just signatures from everyone. And the girls liked it too. That was fun. All the girls would like come up to me and write their name. And I'm just like, dude, like relax. Now looking back at it, I was like, bro, what was I doing? I, I would just I would just show everyone. Show everyone. It's like for what? So that was a silly story or something stupid that I've done when I was trying to act cool or be cool. It ended up in me having a broken wrist for what I don't know what the recovery process was, like six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks. Who knows? And yeah, after that day to this day, my like I have like these weird cracks in my wrist. Um I don't know. Maybe that's from something else. Um, but yeah, that happened. Let's move on to the third question. This is the question that I'm pretty excited to talk about. And here's a question. What's a skill that becomes less impressive the older you get? There were some really good answers on this. And the one that I resonated with the most, well, granted, I only looked at it for like five to eight minutes. There's probably more better ones. But someone said, um, hold on, let me pull it up. Someone said, someone said talking. It's quite the opposite now. I admire people who know when to shut up. And I thought about it for a little bit. And I was like, that is so true. When I was young, well, I still am young. But when I was, you know, in high school and those first couple years of college, even in middle school, I think the skill that I naturally had inherently always was a talker, was the most talkative person. I kind of knew, quote unquote, how to communicate, whatever you want to call it. That skill of just knowing how to communicate, I feel like it it diminishes over time. Not the skill specifically, because I think, again, it's important to know how to communicate, know how to um, talk to your family members, your um, your partner, business decisions, coworker, like all that stuff. Like in sales, of course, I know how to, I need to know how to communicate. But overall, when we're young, the general idea is if we're if we're able to articulate ourselves relatively well amongst a group of people, friends, family, et cetera, I think you're seen as like this. Oh, my gosh. Like, wow, you're so talented. You know this thing and you know that thing. You know how to really uh, tell us who you are. And for example, when you start to get a little bit older, learning how to sell yourself in an interview that requires great communication skills. You're always talking, 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 selling yourself to a college to admit you into their institution, always having fun stories to tell when a room gets silent. And this, just knowing how to create conversations, talk to people. Yes, it is important. Like when we're young, you build friends, you can talk to strangers, you can have all these great things. But I also think it comes at a cost. I've lost a lot of good friends and good people just because I over communicate. I over share things. I try to fix all their problems and act like I know everything. And the older I've gotten 
into my adult life, I've realized that everyone learns how to communicate at some point in time. Like you need to learn how to talk. Whatever profession someone enters, they learn the basics of communication. And not to say communication isn't an important skill, like I mentioned. I'd still probably say it's the number one skill to learn, work on, and master. But what becomes more important is your ability to listen. I think listening becomes a lot more important. Knowing when to be quiet, knowing when to shut up, reading a room before you say anything, knowing what to say when I'm on a sales call or me doing this podcast, when I'm doing a video, how to talk to a friend, how to uh, manage communication styles with my partner or my mom, dad, and my grandma. And I think that's the skill that becomes a lot more valuable the older we get because knowing how to communicate is good. But if you can't pair that with the ability to listen and really like hear someone out, let someone finish their thought before you respond, actively listening, it it doesn't matter how good of a communicator you are because you'll always be seen in a different light than you think you are being seen in. When we get older, it's just about listening, listening to smart people's inputs, taking it all in, and then giving a reasonable answer or an explanation after you've heard someone out. And this applies to any situation, any situation that you can think of. Think about how many times you uh, cut someone off. Like, you know, I've cut off, I cut off my friends, you know, still like too much to my liking. Same thing when I talk to uh, my partner, just letting her finish, not interrupting. Same thing with my mom and dad and grandma, letting them finish. When I'm on a sales call, letting a customer finish what they're saying before I go in to give an answer. It's just more trustworthy. It's more respectable. And God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. So that's the first thing that I have to say is, you know, one skill that becomes a lot less impressive the older you get. And another quick one before, you know, I wrap this up. The second one is working all the time. When when we see young people who are like always grinding, working hard and have this like crazy schedule, which I'm at an age where I quote unquote should be having that crazy schedule. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it in in, in my head. Like, yes, I do need to do more. The time that I already spend, it's not about me making more time. It's just about how can I spend the time that I'm already spending in a more efficient way? Like, how can I how can I do more focused work and be less distracted? Because all the stuff that I can get done in six hours, if I just got less distracted, I can do it in four. I think we give ourselves too much time for a task. Like me getting this podcast done, I would give myself the time to do this like for about two hours, let's say. But if I gave myself like 45 minutes, I don't know if it would like increase the quality of things, but what if what if it allows me to get my work done faster? Dad, what do you think about that? Okay, guys, look, I'm back. Uh, what my dad said, it actually resonated pretty well. So about, you know, giving yourself less time to get something done, it does depend. It does depend. Like, yes, I can get this podcast done in less time if I give myself less time, but I don't know if that would be sacrificing the quality of it. It just depends what you do. So I think you can still do work and still live a balanced life of fun, making sure your relationships are all good and whatever else that you want to do in your life, just make the time for it. If you could put in four to six hours of focused work a day, that is very, very good. And I'm not here to crap on anyone who does work a lot more, works really, really hard. You know, literally the background of my desktop says do more. So I'm always reminded that I can be doing more and I can be putting in more work. But I also try to just 
make time to give myself some time. What the heck does Neil want to do? Do you just want to like lounge around and watch YouTube for a little bit? Do you want to read? You want to go for a walk? You want to go play basketball? You want to go hang out with friends? That's all okay. That's all good to do. And you could still work hard and get everything done while also balancing all that. So I think that's the second skill that diminishes a lot. The older you get is this whole like working all the time, grind set mindset attitude. Like, man, it's good. It's good to work hard, but as long as you enjoy it and have balance, that should be at the forefront. So that's all I have for you guys today. I think this was a quick, fun little episode on Reddit. If you guys enjoyed this, actually, let me know because I have a lot of fun with these. It gives me good reminders of stories to tell. So again, if you enjoy this, let me know. DM me, Twitter me, email me, Neil underscore Patel 4 on Instagram, Neil Patel 430 on Twitter, create with Neil Patel at gmail.com. Let me know. And if you guys enjoyed this episode, feel free to share with a friend, follow us on all socials at the Korea Pact Podcast, and leave us a four or five star review. It helps me out a ton. Check me out. I make short form content on TikTok, Neil underscore Patel for there as well. Everything will be in the description wherever you guys want to check me out. Go ahead. And like I always say, guys, take care. Tell someone that you love them and go do something nice for someone today because they genuinely deserve it. All right, y'all. Later. Peace. See y'all tomorrow.